0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to our episode of uh, Copy Conversation, where we bring you conversations with individuals, with top individuals that you can learn from. So, today we have Shiman. Welcome, Shiman. Thank you very much. Thank you. Ben. Welcome,
1: Shiman. Thank you for coming.
0: So, Shiman is the CTO of Money Lion. So, Shiman, maybe for our audiences that are not familiar with Money Lion, maybe you can give a short introduction about your company. Okay.
2: Uh, uh, Money Lion is a uh, top digital bank. Uh, um, in the US, um, and uh, what we want to do is to bring the forefront of technology and artificial intelligence uh, to the consumer finance. Uh, with that, uh, we focus on um, the population that are generally uh, not being catered to uh, from from a uh, most uh, banking standpoint, and uh, and with our history of uh, product innovation. Um, I, I think we also run a lot faster than a major bank. And that's how uh, we carve our niche um, in consumer banking.
0: Great, great. So um, my first question, right? So I look at your LinkedIn. So you previously studied in, <laughs> uh, in, in, in engineering in Purdue, is that
2: right? That's correct. That's so correct. how did that end up? This, yeah. Okay, okay. That's, um, that's this, this is a long, long story. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and when uh, went to Purdue University and one uh, of the summer. Um, my, uh, I think a few months before the, the, the summer, a few friends wanted to take a, like a long trip across the United States. So we had to save up money for it. So um, mm-hmm. I was looking at the whole, whole bunch of, the good thing about research universities is the fact that there are a whole bunch of research labs that will pay you money. Uh, to do research, um, oh, so cool. I was looking at whole whole list of research labs, and um, I just I, I just target the one that pays the most, and, <laughs> uh, and and it turned out to be uh, these um, this research lab, uh, called CS lab, <clears throat> which is um, which which uses artificial <clears throat> a niche of artificial intelligence to predict human behavior, and. Um, and I worked there for two years. Uh, this was back then, is it? This was what, back 90s? Then. It? It, was, it, was in, uh, it was in Purdue University when I was, mm-hmm. uh, I was entirely uh, young and gullible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and I started working with, uh, in the lab, and um, um, eventually I got um, um, the professor and I uh, uh, got very close and we, we collaborated uh, very well. Um, And um, when I was graduating, um, we decided to start a company um, to have the technology commercialized to be used by um, different branches of uh, Department of Defense in the U.S. and also uh, Fortune 500 companies in the U.S. uh, to do human behavior predictions, uh, large-scale human behavior predictions. Um, Ran that for about we sold it to a much bigger defense contractor um, in DC. And, um, and then a few, um, two buddies of mine, uh, essentially Pratt and, uh, and Dee. Um, uh, I met D, who is the current CEO of Moneyline uh, when, when we were at the research lab and when he mm-hmm. we was studying at uh, University of Chicago if you know the geography University of chicago is quite right. close to purdue university so during the summer they do come to purdue to do uh research um especially mm-hmm. computer science type of research and um and and we kept in touch we became um bankers uh, i bankers in Goman, citadel and all this uh, um so we, we just thought that like uh, we came together and we just thought like hey let's, let's, let's just let's do something together and um mm-hmm. and at that point there's no such thing as fintech um, this is Snowwood as FinTech at that time, <laughs> talking about eight, nine years ago. Um, yep. so, but the, the thing is that he, he, he wasn't Fin, I was in tech. So obviously we, we, we do FinTech. So, yep. um, and, and, um, and, and at that time it was, at uh, you're talking about 2012, 2013, it was mm-hmm. the tail end of the, uh, the last financial crisis. And, uh, we saw that the, a lot of banks are retreating from middle Americans. And we thought that they, mm-hmm. eat a um, very good chance to um, to um, to have a play in that particular um, 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 discipline. So,
1: so well, I, I mean,
2: you know, when story. three when, yeah, that's a good story. <laughs>
1: but, but when it's three buddies come together,
2: it,
1: yeah, I mean, there's probably a lot of stuff in between that we don't know about. That's but it. I think that's we keep it. that for another another podcast. <laughs> we we
2: should not know about.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably, probably not, right? But Shimon, like you know, when three buddies come together and talk, we just talk, right? Like, you know, right now we're talking or when me, I might know some of my friends talk, you know, we talk, I mean, let's just say talk talk, right? So (laughs) we say, oh yeah, let's solve some problems. Let's, let's do this. Right. But you know, when you think about startups, a lot, there are a lot of startups that scale, there's different scale, right? There's ones that are not to say easy to execute, but easier. But in your case, you're like, all right, I want to build, a digital bank, <laughs> so you're like, okay, you know. So, what was the going to? What was the first thing that went to your mind? Like, how how was you? How was it? Like, how are you gonna do something like that, right? Um, so it's, I just
2: wanted to. It's uh, it took a long time actually. Like, it took such a long time, um, to to come out even with like the idea that eventually we execute, right? Because um, we know we want to play certain uh, we want to play at the consumer finance area. And, uh, but even in consumer finance, uh, we look at a lot of avenues. Um, we look at like say potentially a uh, robo-advisory event avenue, um, because it's all about what to start with, right? So um, we look at robo-advisory uh, and thought that it's great. I, I, we, we wanted to do it, but it seems to be, very highly regulated even versus mm-hmm. anything else within consumer finance right so um and and um there are other things that uh, uh we wanted to do like pfm uh we wanted to do pfm at the time uh PFM I, I don't is... know if you guys know is personal finance management um mm-hmm. and but then there are a couple of players at the time who potentially doesn't show us a way to make money uh for example mint and all these guys, yep. um, um, it doesn't look like they're making a lot of money yet. So we decided to focus on um, lending um, credit, essentially. Uh, firstly, uh, also being, you know, um, the Asian is that it, lending is where a bank makes money, right? So, yep. so and um, and it also happened to be highly regu- regulated, but not as regulated as, say, the... Uh, the investment um uh yeah robot advisory uh, discipline so uh, that's how we started um that's how we started with just the lending product and uh, subsequently we built more uh our product into our um ecosystem the second thing that we built was a reward system the third thing we built was like okay now we are making some money we thought it, it's great to give back something to our consumers so, so we actually mm-hmm. built the personal finance management and then um, the 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 fourth thing that we built was a robo advisory. As you can see, like <laughs> like we we have, it's all the stuff that we thought that we were gonna do, but it just happens sequentially. It's like
1: components, right? You
2: you yeah. swap in right. new components each time, right? Right. right. But right. but then like okay, so
1: that that's fine, but the tech side, right? I mean it it. You see, did, like lending or banking in general, it's super, it's highly regulated, right? You can't just build something and, and just like, all right, it's ready to go, right? So right. How, how did you build it? Like, how did you, like, what did you have to think about? I don't know whether at that time there was any, you know, like a playbook that you could refer to or, you know, so how, how did you manage to navigate the intricacies and, and then on top of that, create the architectures and infrastructures that would later now become where, where you are today?
2: Right. It's, um, it's, it's, it's interesting. Sorry. Unfortunately, I cannot tell you that we foresee every eventuality uh, since of day course. one. Um, and uh, the, the, um, the first day that we started, um, the first few days that we started lending, uh, we actually built most everything by ourselves. Um, a couple of reasons is that uh, we underestimated how complex landing is <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the first the, the first um, so we built everything by ourselves and then uh, we also hire a couple of uh, landing veterans that mm-hmm. just treated us um, like like rookies like they they, they just so like okay these are a whole bunch of really smart people but they have no experience so uh, we we learned Significantly from these guys, and these guys have been mentors to us, um, and and, and we were great. Um, and uh, and but from a tech standpoint, uh, we we try to uh, strike the balance between building building ourselves and potentially utilize some of the components from third party. And mm-hmm. uh, but there's no question, the first iteration, we we actually air towards building a lot of stuff ourselves too much of stuff ourselves uh, but, and, 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 but we, do, we do use third party. Um, on hindsight, uh, we should have used more of third party and, and eventually gradually displace the third party uh, simply because uh, I don't know if you, uh, in, in this particular um, industry is that there are a lot of pre-made software. The pre-made yeah. software are great. It has like a lot of wisdom being uh, embedded in it. Even but, at that time, is it? Yeah, even at that time, yeah. Yeah, there are a lot of what they call the loan management software. Mm. Um, they, are, they have a lot of um, wisdom embedded to it, but the problem is that we also have a lot of biases being embedded to it, which means mm-hmm. that when you want to do certain innovation, it is not possible. And um, so, so we started using a third party loan management system, but and we gradually displaced it with using the stuff that we, uh, we built. Uh, but even eventually, right now we we don't use any um, third party loan management. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also a very fun experience to me. Uh, through, mm-hmm. uh just I'm sorry, since we are telling stories here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, go uh, ahead.
0: Yeah, no, 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 go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh,
2: was, uh, the first few days. Uh, my 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 son was. Uh, um, it's the exact same age as line. So, so the first few days of uh, <laughs> okay. the first few days of when we started landing, I just came back from New York and then my, my, my wife was telling me, oh no, I, I have to go to the hospital. I feel that our son is coming. So we check in the hospital and then uh, and then we check in the hospital. She was just wait, waiting to, to deliver the son. And I don't know if you guys have any experience. It's like you hurry up and then you have nothing. You just sit there. And then I was just coding in the hospital uh oh, to for the loans. Uh, oh my god. Uh, is right this, is this your first there. son? What's that? Is this your first son? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I have zero experience. So that was uh, <laughs> that was that, that was quite amazing. Like whenever people ask me how old is Money Lion, it's exactly how old my son is.
0: So which one is the first son? Money Lion or your or your or your actual son? <laughs> I'm not gonna tell. <laughs> 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 <My favorite. laughs> um, um, I think it's, it's, it's interesting that um, when you bring up, there are a lot of biases in legacy loan management system, right? Um, so that also means that you, you also have to create your own models based on your own assumptions in um, in in this new innovation, right? So um, I just want to try to understand in, do you have any framework that you use to try to test certain assumptions and then see if those assumptions can move needles?
2: Right, um, right, right, yeah. Right, yeah. So, um... I think Moneyline is one of the first um, um, uh, 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 sort of blender in the world that, um, that, that, that utilize um, entirely uh, today. Moneyline is entirely uh, all loans that we write um, are automatically underwritten. So, which means that um, uh, zero human being touch it. Um, and uh, we write a lot, like, uh, I think, I think, um, Last month alone, uh, the number of loans that we uh, in January alone the number of loans that we wrote is like more than a million number of loans. So, so um, so, so so technically, it's it's actually impossible to involve human being in between. Uh, but when mm-hmm. we first started, um, we um, adhere to certain um, industry um, uh, wisdom um, um, and. Um, the rules are generally uh, um, um, well, are based on industry wisdom and then what we did is that we um, gradually displaced the rule and scientifically uh, putting mm-hmm. out like a B testing and um, so so from an AI standpoint is that um, I think I think one and a half years into the company uh, we don't have enough I, I think at the time we have like 50 uh, Human underwriters at that time, and mm-hmm. um, what we what we utilize AI at that point is that the AI is actually helping the human underwriter to make the final decision. So um, then we look at the stats and we realize that the top twenty percent of the customers, um, the 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 human underwriter agree with the AI hundred percent of the time. Mm-hmm. So and then we just say like, hey, the top twenty percent just forget about human underwriting, just, just go with it. And we gradually do it, and until it's um, it's 100%. Uh, I think two years down, uh, we were 100% uh, uh, AI underwritten. And um, mm-hmm. and how we do it is that we deploy a lot of A/B testing, um, um, like more than 10 a week. In the sense that, okay, this is where we usually um, don't do well. Can we can we get more data points and um, constrict? the uh, the approval and uh, do better but um, as any uh, financial institution will tell you is that you can never just be constricting you have to open up some avenue as well right you cannot just just deny people um, this doesn't make a lot of economic sense so mm-hmm. we will have to explore in like okay these are the kind of segmentations that we never approve yep. for for the, for the reason that you know we we are just uh, adhering to industry orthodoxy, so um, so we kept um, having A/B testing on that certain segmentations that we hypothesize um, to potentially be good, and, uh, and and then we open it that way. So um, mm-hmm. so, so so generally, a lot of these A/B testing and hypothesis testing are the way that we open up the top of finding funnel and the bottom funnel as well.
1: I see. I mean, okay. So that was, that was quite technical, right? So if yes. you flip it the other side, right. For, from a user standpoint, it it seems like all of this underwriting and, and AI works in a way that, you know, it learns about what, what your spending patterns are. It learns about how, what you do, and then basically collects that data point and basically disburses the loan based on that data point. So you're basically going even past credit scoring, right?
2: Yes. Yes. Uh, we, um, uh, in fact, uh, our internal scores are much more accurate than, uh, credit uh, scoring. Yeah. So
1: how? So from then on, right? I mean, that was like years ago, and then you've built like many many things in between. So how how did you actually go on and build these different components? Was it through learning about what your consumers need needed, or was it, you know, what what you felt was right was right? I mean.
2: Where, where, how did you get all of these components to come together? Right, so the, the once we get pretty good at uh, this automated underwriting stuff, um, the next thing is to build product based off these automated underwriting, right? So, um, so for us, it's, it's very simple. The, the underwriting is a most frictionless. Um, the only thing that you need to pay for the underwriting is just your AWS bill, right? The incremental AWS bill that you get. So so where are the advantages? So the advantages is that approval or denial for that matter um, can happen in less than one second, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, And because it's so cheap that we can bring down the amount of, Um, that you're borrowing uh, to very low because it will still be profitable to us simply because the friction is too low. So from that, we theorize that um, our strength should Mm -hmm. be something that is very high frequency Mm -hmm. and potentially lower amount, right? Because if you're talking about like a house loan, for example, uh, because it's such a big amount, the banks are doing it traditionally with, like, I don't know, like a, a risk committee of three people and then a couple of people mm-hmm. between. Then they still are able to afford it simply because the percentage of the loan is is um, is reasonably small still. So, mm-hmm. so we just thought. So, from a, so you can have the most advanced AI ever, but the key is to design product around the AI that you have. And oh. um, that has been something that uh, uh, we have been doing. And, 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 um, and that is where, um, uh, for example, uh, for a company like Moneyline, where right, we have a lot of data scientists and, yeah. um, um, and a lot of our data scientists don't just do number crunching. Um, they also theorize, hypothesize as to what kind of uh, needs that our users need uh, 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 will require simply mm-hmm. by looking into um, there are a lot of data points that we, we can look into and uh, and theorize what kind of product and, and that is why um, um, in Moneyline we have product that the industry have never seen uh, mm-hmm. simply because we are willing to do a lot of experiments um, uh, like I think I think on a weekly basis we have like five to ten experiments um, just to target different type of flow different type of products different type of segmentations, mm-hmm. and how they fit that fits into the and I bet you guys are still doing these experiments even till today, right? I think we <laughs> we we actually um, increase the amount of experiments that we do and we, mm-hmm. we, we we're pretty religious about it. Like uh, and we <laughs> want to see like the number of experiments that we do uh yeah. on a monthly basis go up, and that's how we measure success. We we firmly believe that the more experiment we do, the more successful we are gonna be.
0: Um uh just a quick question, right? What's the usual time frame that you would give for a quick experiment?
2: Um it, it depends. Uh, it could be like as short as like a week and um uh, as long as two, three months. Um so it's about the experiment design as well. Um and, and it takes a lot of uh mental effort to to, to actually design one. Uh mm-hmm. because it, you always keep in mind is that uh firstly, there is a risk involved, right? So when, when you try to do some uh, uh, an experiment, uh, you try to quantify the the worst that okay we're gonna lose like fifteen thousand bucks, which is fine, right? Um, mm-hmm. And um, the second thing to do is to collect enough data point in the shortest amount of time, so that it shorten your learning um, uh, cycle. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, because the shorter it is, the more the faster you get to revise your experiment parameters and potentially uh, usually experiment um, the successful one will be successful and the <laughs> non successful one will will usually be date other experiments like say okay this doesn't work very well try mm-hmm. to pick something a little bit um,
0: also chibone are in Malaysia
2: uh, most of them uh, most of them I think so- why, why do you choose Malaysia? Okay, firstly, <laughs> I'm, I'm Malaysian. <laughs> um, yes. And uh, uh, when we first started Moneyline, uh, uh, and again, this, this track back to the story that we were telling is that my wife was pregnant and she wants to be close to the family. And, uh, and, we, um, and we just thought that, we, we didn't know, we, we thought that we, we might stay in Malaysia for a couple of years and then move back to New York. Um uh, but then after a while we um uh, we just thought that like living here is very nice. So we just <laughs> moved back. So <laughs> I don't I I I wish I can tell you it's it's pre-planned, but uh, it's not. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I see. I wanna go back to the the part where you talked about looking at serving people that are usually not served. And I mean, and you were talking oh, about the reason, the underserved. underserved. Yeah. Yeah. The underserved. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's what you said at right? the middle Americas after the financial crisis, the banks weren't really, you know, serving them. So, I mean, finan- I, I guess another word is financial inclusion, right? So, how how did that, was that sort of the thing that inspired you guys and how, how have you sort of... Um, from then until now, look at financial inclusion as
2: a as your main goal, you know? I mean, it's not easy. I would it's say not that's easy. why the- Yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, it's, it's not easy, but we also find that um, it's also just because, um, I, I guess we step into it without knowing how hard it is. And then once you start doing it, you build a mode that says, um, okay, now that we are in it, right? And we built so much. So it actually increased the barrier of entry um, that a lot of our competitors is, uh, is actually tough to get into the space. Um, and and um, it's also not that hard because I think the, I think a lot of like major banks are still continuously uh, not looking at this segmentation simply because yep. uh, it's not, uh, I guess to a certain point, it's not as sexy um, and this, but, uh, but it's a big population in the U.S. and I, I I think it's a big population in Malaysia as well and around the world, um, the middle class uh, people. And, so uh, one yeah. one of our tech is actually private banking for um, for the for for the masses. And mm-hmm. uh, we just think like if you think about it, a lot of private banking stuff, including like you know uh, investment advice, um, how to make the most out of your money, actually is a lot more important. To the uh, middle-income people than say mm-hmm. the the wealthy people. Yeah, I mean,
1: and I guess this this is also a plug-in for Money Lion. I just want to know as well, at least for the users and, and sorry, not users, sorry, listeners that that don't know about it. Like how how are you actually you know on on your app? Because of course it's in the US, not in Malaysia. How how is it actually helping the the middle America access this? You know. Whatever that the banks can't give them,
2: I think like a few of things is uh, like a, a few things is to actually understand their lifestyle and um, instead of trying to be um, to be judgmental, we we try to facilitate. Uh, we <laughs> try to avoid excess. So um, so we, we we discover that like um, a lot of our users. Um, um, when they go and fill in gases, like the the, the petrol, yeah. um, they uh, a lot of times they don't have enough money. So what we did is that uh, we we actually catered very specifically towards almost that kind of use case where if they're filling gases, they can have they can get a loan for literally the amount of the gas and be able to apply it. To, um to while wow they are filling in the the, the guests so it's more conducive towards their lifestyle
0: mm-hmm.
2: and and this include um and and one of the things that we observed over the length of seven to eight years that we uh, we have um uh, been running is that the change in economic structure is is vast uh when you yep. first started uh, you're talking about like we have less than 15 percent um, or, or less than 10% are gig economy people, but you're talking about like easily 60% of gig economy people in New York City right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and just because of that, uh, the evaluation of income and, the evalu- and, and potentially how to cater towards their lifestyle is extremely important. So for example, the, the example I gave you is that um, the refueling of petrol uh, becomes very important for a lot of these gig economy people because that's how they get their income, which is um, either by Uber or, or by sending food. So so refueling is actually one of the most important things in their economy. I
1: mean, yeah, I mean, gig economy has grown and I mean, that's quite interesting, right? Structural changes and I'm just wondering as well. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just actually, it's really cool that you know, you can actually apply for a loan while you're filling up a gas, while well, it took, I think because I have a loan for my car, it took me weeks to get, you know, a loan for my car, you know, with the paperwork <laughs> and they're submitting it into the bank and, you know, might do you have any loans? Just curious, like. Just an
0: education loan for now.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, but back then, was it like difficult as well
0: to... Yeah, yeah. I mean you get to get some stem of approvals, you need to go to, to, to between offices. So yeah, definitely. So I mean,
1: all of these structural changes, how how is Money Lion actually as well adapting to all of these changes? So one day it could be like this, and another day it could be a different thing, right?
2: Um so how, how, how do you get you know prepared for these kind being, of things? Like being fast is actually um uh, I think being fast is for survival. Um, mm-hmm. How fast we can iterate our product, which means how fast we can learn uh, on the mm-hmm. fly, and um, that's how we think that um, that um, that we can catch up with the economics changes because the lifestyle changes are going to happen regardless if you if you like it or not, right? Like in <laughs> fact, like um, so. So we change our product based on what we see in the consumption pattern and income pattern. And a lot of times, like for example, in this particular uh, git economy example is that we didn't even know that we were catering towards the economy until we go and find out, oh, wow, um, for some reason, we have a lot of gig economy people in our platform. It's simply because we almost unknowingly cater towards them through our product changes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, simply because we pay so much attention on the evolution of the data uh, uh, mm-hmm. from a daily basis. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you see uh, my lion expanding into other demographic other than Americans?
2: Yeah, we are, we, we are extremely uh, interested in uh, potentially looking into um, the Southeast Asia and uh, mm-hmm. in other parts of the world as well. Potentially um, applying the same philosophy that we have across.
0: the are going to be thinking, um, do you, in your opinion, right, is there like a gap or like a difference in the financial literacy of Americans compared to maybe um, in Southeast Asia?
2: It's tough to say, but I would say um, financial literacy is something that is lacking in general across like middle income people. Um, and, um, and one of the things that we provide uh, is, is like a bite-sized financial literacy kind of thing. Uh, mm-hmm. On our app, so that that's more appealing uh, to a lot of people. But I think financial literacy is generally lacking, um, and it's, it's, it's. I I think it's something that we have to think about, even from a more macro standpoint. Is that, uh, you know, we <laughs> in, in in the secondary school we study like chemistry and physics. Yeah, right? did we study? Yeah, we, we study any finance subject. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. I think personal <laughs> finance is a lot more important than like chemistry and physics. <laughs> just just, just last thing, right? So what,
1: how do you see that being solved in the future? Like your ideal world, right? Like, you know, money lion, you know, let's say there's no barrier for you to go anywhere across the world to, to do what you do, right? How would you try to solve that financial literacy, you know, as technology standpoint, but also the other stuff, as you said, right? Just, just, just wanted your thoughts on that.
2: I, I just think that financial literacy is is, is is like education. You can never have enough of it. But then uh, from from a financial app standpoint, uh, from a sort of like a digital bank standpoint, um, I think uh, what you can do is that you can design the app in such a way that uh, you instill good habit um, or or you provide access in such a way that these guys made the, the, the best decisions for their financial lives. And um, that's what we strive towards uh, uh, on a daily basis. And uh, that's, that's what makes um, a lot of our work uh, extremely meaningful.
0: All right. So Chiman, uh, we are actually approaching um, our last question. So Perfect. we ask this to all of our guests. So let's say you didn't take that plunge when you were in Purdue, right? So what would Chiman be doing right now in an alternate world? What would you be doing?
2: <laughs> um, um. Uh it's tough to say uh, my, my dad always want, wants me to be a doctor uh, oh no <laughs> I always rebel against that uh i always I don't think that i am suitable for it uh but on on, on second uh, on second thought that uh, I, I just think that uh, being a doctor and, and and also being a teacher are uh, one of the very few noble uh, uh profession in the world because being a doctor you just take pain away from people right so it, mm-hmm. it is, it's, it's such a noble profession I, I just think um, And Yeah, I, th- I think Maybe a doctor <laughs> my, my dad will be happy <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's happy now though <laughs> I mean, this
1: is a completely different path I mean, actually Funny, Chiman, you know Teacher was actually one of the top answers That people
2: gave you know, yes, yes, yes A my, lot of people My wife is a teacher And I, 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 I When I see her teaching I, I, I I know I don't have the talent for it <laughs> okay I see alright Chiman thank
1: you so much for your time appreciate uh, you coming to the show thank you guys thank you for having alright